Good evening. This is the Bagland Podcast with Bagland DP. We got a special guest tonight, Stack Doe. What's up, Stack Doe? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Bagland, Bagland, Bagland. All right, so we're going to showcase the usual, which is politics, tech, and tangibles. Sounds by Mike Titan. Contact me to set an appointment for production if you hear some beats you want. You got to be ASCAP and BMI registered. We're promoting these black-owned businesses as well. Catwalk Fierce, that's a homegirl. She does makeup really good. Get your face uh, put together right. Um, www.beingblackinit. Uh, the book is on sale if you want to get into the IT industry. A Walk in Your True Path by Nakia Pearson on Amazon. A self-help uh, book. 360 Life Clothing. Tally and Twine Luxury Watches. You want to get your watches and want to support a black-owned business for watches, you can get a bar of that. Also, www.greenroyalvideos.com. He's doing some great work in the community for animation. So tonight, we got a whole lot of stuff to dis- to discuss, you know. Let's get it. You know, a whole lot of tangibles, a whole lot of tech, a whole lot of politics. You know, one of one of the one of the main things we want to discuss is we've been seeing, you know, a lot of our black folks come up missing in a lot of different places. So, mm. you know, we got a little bit of footage for that. You know, we got a uh, some station, I'm not exactly sure where where this was, but I believe this started off in uh, Pennsylvania. So we gonna let this lady let you know exactly what happened to this brother, you know, and we'll take it from there after she speaks. Everett Palmer Jr. died in April 2018. Now he was on his way from Delaware to Queens to visit family here, but stopped off in York, Pennsylvania to take care of an outstanding warrant having to do with the DUI. Two days later, his family is told that he died in police custody after an incident, quote, following an excited state and that he hit his head on the cell door and was restrained. Now, his body was returned to his family, but missing organs, the heart, throat, and the brain. And now, it's not unusual for organs to be removed and held after autopsies. However, the family has sought to get samples of the organs so their own pathologist can do testing but has hit roadblock after roadblock. They say the coroner has ruled out death from natural causes and suicide, but the cause of death remains inconclusive. His heartbroken mother believes there's more to all of this. All right, so this is happening a lot. The last time we had a situation like this, this was in Jasper, Texas. Well, not by Jasper, Texas, but, okay. you know, out there that was kind of close by. Uh, this mm. brother was out there. Um, he was dating a white woman, or his, he had a wife, and they found his body somewhere. So this case, this dude was going to get a DUI straightened out. And what ended up happening was when he went to go get it straightened out, they arrested him, and they said, well, he's banging his head on the table and doing all this type. Now, this dude looked like Black Panther. He swole up. He's not going to be banging his head on the table. You know, they tried to pull one of them moves and said that he killed himself and all this. And, you know, what, what, did you hear about that, man? I mean, where's the footage? You know, we need to see footage, first of all. Um, you know, it's like everyone is telling us what we want to hear but it's a lie so yeah. inadvertently to that it's just very sad that uh, no one's getting caught for this now here it is if I were to do something you know run a red light or either try to chase someone down I got the whole law and the whole government you know pounding me down searching for me but it but it seems to be very disappointing and sad that organs you know um now, didn't you say something about um, them saying, like, 
They took they his organs. Okay. His organs came out missing and the morgue don't know where it's at. Yeah. Then there's another piece. The DA is running around saying, well, uh, the they had to hire uh, independent forensic pathologist, somebody that basically, because you can't trust the district attorney. You can't no. trust these people because they're going to say whatever, oh, well, it was just ruled as a suicide. The other people said, wait a minute, let's look into this. The organs are somewhere else. We got a nice little beat switch. Shout out to Mike Tight. Y'all want some beats. Y'all want some beats. You're going to have to uh, get down with ASCAP and BMI, you know. Certified. But what they ended up doing was they tried to tell the family that, well, we don't know uh, where the body parts at. And then they finally found out where they were and they won't give them up. Mm. They don't want to give the they don't want to give the body the body parts up. So and you know what's sad is just that we hear this all the time. It's the same old story they keep telling us. Fa la 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 la, believe. And it's the time we need to stop uh, trusting in these stories. We need to do our own investigation. We can't trust the, the government at all. So it's like, how in the hell do we know more about the government before they even tell us what's going on? Now, I agree with that. Now, my my bigger question is. When they try to frame it, is he's banging his head on the table. Okay. So they should have. Where's footage. the video? <laughs> <laughs> right. This, this is a sign, another signs of bland situation. Where's the video? Hmm. They, you ain't, y'all ain't got no video. Who's gonna turn theirself in into redneck Pennsylvania? He was coming from Delaware, which, by the way, is a place where they done did a whole bunch of niggas dirty down there with this type of shit. But I digress. Now. Getting back to going out to Pennsylvania. Okay. Who's gonna drive theirself all the way from Delaware to turn theirself in to clear up a warrant and then bang their head on the table and then the organs end up missing? Mm. Let's talk about this case in Georgia. Mm. The organs went missing when the brother was wrapped up in all of those uh you know exercise and equipment that you know they yeah. wrapped them up. Young in brother, that. young brother. He played for the basketball team as well. So um you know, we still looking for justice for that as well. Um, uh, along with Kanika Jenkins, rest in peace. They sued the family. Did you know that? The people that they accuse, the people that they accuse, and, and okay, another thing we gotta say is, the local authorities, they're not gonna wanna work with the federal authorities. They're kinda in the same handbag, but I'm just saying, when the feds come in town, they're taking over. The yeah. local authorities are gonna say, well, I got amnesia, I don't know what was going on. Yeah. You know, yeah. I lost my butter biscuit talk. Yeah, yeah, you get a whole lot of that going yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> you see, know? yeah, it's just exactly what you said. Contrary to that, you know, when the feds get involved, you know, um, they're really sh um, not shining a light on uh, officers at all, but they're really into detail to see what the hell they're doing wrong, and, and they can find out every little detail of who is out of pocket or who's not really uh, serving, protect as they as they say they should, you know. Well, you know, one thing I thought was kind of strange was they did everything they could out here in Pennsylvania to avoid returning the family's questions. Sound, sounds like that, that old Hempstead, Texas situation where the brother got found, you know, with the eyes and his tongue mm. was cut out and all of that. Come to find out, here's another fact. Mm. The sheriff that was supposed to be leading that investigation word is around town that he had been dealing with his daughter so this brother he was a uh what do they call those people that um that that help you get back in shape and stuff like that he was a, um, a, a personal trainer he was like a personal trainer almost 
they said they found his body with methamphetamines and all this type of stuff and they say his family didn't his family said he didn't use no drugs or whatever but word was is he was dealing with all them white women around them little redneck towns yeah jasper texas was right right by there very close where they dragged that that brother back in 1998 mm. okay so when you look at east texas i was driving uber one time and a white guy told me he said man don't fuck around east texas and i said uh. why and he was like, man, just don't go. And I kind of really want to know why. Like, I knew, but he was like, and he told me, he said, you remember Jasper, right? He said, you keep your black ass out of there. Do not do not go there if you black. And I was like, I said, well, what about the black folks already living there? He said, they don't know you. They already feel like they're, they kind of, they're in their place. Okay. But you coming down there, you from up north, you telling them, what you ain't gonna do and, 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 and all that. They said they ain't going for that. They said they'll kill you down there and ain't gonna be no justice. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I hope that that brother's family gets some type of justice or whatever, but you, you can't depend upon that, you know, with the own. Um, it's kind of hard to get justice. It's kind of hard to get justice um, when you're just waiting on them, you know. Uh, otherwise, they'll leave you in the clouds, um, hopes and promises. And it's just another case closed. Yeah. One, now, this is going to be one of the main light conversations. And it might get to people's jaws tight. And Sweet, and Sweet James Jones says, Is it time, you know, when, when you're dealing with people like, for example, the shitty cousins, the hitter that's in the hood that may be ambushing or killing other young black males based on the fact of their jealousy. Is it is it time to shame those niggas and say, all right, Stack Doe got a building. Stack Doe's doing very well. He just bought some property. And all of a sudden, somebody is chattering about doing something to Stack Doe. Is it time to shame the hitter, the so-called hitter in the hood that's hating on other black males? And then, because it's a serial killer situation if you really think about it. A lot, of, a lot of niggas don't want to say that. They'd be like, oh, and that's the homie and all that. Mm. But no, if you a serial killer, yeah. they say, I was reading that um, James Prince book, and he said that the cooling period for a killing for a serial killer is after one body. If you, if you catch a body and chill out for a little while and catch another body, you're labeled a serial killer. Yeah, it's repeated. So sh- should, are those the people that should be shamed? The, the reputables that setting up brothers is maybe doing well the shitty cousins it's just time to shame those niggas and say you don't get an italian beef you don't get a barber you don't get a, bar- <laughs> don't get a haircut you don't even get a bowl cut bagland 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 you don't, you don't even get you don't even get a bowl cut you don't get nothing you don't yeah. get no italian beef you don't get no no play at the club you don't get no action from the from from the from the bbws or the thickums and yeah. in the club downtown. But see that's where the confrontation nothing. comes in that because you know you, you you know, as a man of, you know, of uh, everyone, you know, we got pride as men. You know, we, you know, no one wants another man to tell him anything, where to go, where to be. You know, so that's where the confrontational problems come in. I do agree that any poison, you know, to our, uh, you know, to our neighborhoods and to our, um, to, you know, our youth. You know, that's 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 it's, it's a sick thing, man. Uh, one thing I will say though, um, they out there and in, in, in hundreds, you know, these these type of guys or people 
should we say, is uh, detrimental, man. And it's sad, you know. Now, let's say, okay, this is your guy. Yeah. He'd have been through the trenches with you. Yeah. Y'all have been on field trip. Yes. All right, this is your homie. He would do anything for you. But you know this nigga's like a shitty cuz. You know that he would be the type, chattering, man, this is a successful, successful brother. You know, he's pushing the Bentley yeah. over on Penn. You know, he got a look, he got a couple black businesses, you know, he owns some property and shit. Yeah. But this is this is a good brother. This is a real good brother. But shitty cuz is talking about, hey man, hey. He gonna have to come about them chains. He gonna have to come about that that Bentley. He going to, you know, I know he's a good guy, but uh, he gotta go. Now this this mind you, this is the same dude that when the police pull him over, he's he's shaking like, oh shit. You see what I'm saying? And the funny thing about that is he's feared to a lot of people. He fears a lot of people. This type of individual who is banned. You know, and or said anyone's name, a reputable name in, a, in any document, see, um, they got it now where, you know, whoever you were told on, documents can be false, you know, made up, mm -hmm. supposedly. You know, it's nothing to go on Microsoft Word and print out something right, and say, right. hey, he snitched. That's uh, true. You know, so my thing, but my view, though, in any situation, just to answer your question, DP, it's red flags everywhere. Um, in this because when you start a relationship like this to get to know someone we have to know the right and wrong that they doing now if I get a whiff and someone came to me before and told me about this person I shouldn't get mad at the after effects because someone let me know like not surprising to me like so, Jerome okay good Jerome you know Jerome from school yeah but Jerome is you know let's say he's like a nigga like me he's just you know yeah. He just kind of going off doing his own thing, good brother, whatever. But he ain't from the set. Yeah. But shitty cuz. Okay. Shitty cuz. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. A lot too. of them. You know shitty cuz. It's reputable. Everybody know home. a shitty cuz. Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. You know. This is the dude where, like you said, this is my homie, but I know this nigga's foul. Do you, you disassociate yourself or you be like, nah, that's the homie, so. You know, I'm gonna kind of roll with them and just I ain't gonna participate. But or do you be like, you know what? That's that's a good brother. You you're the serial killer hitter. I have to disassociate yourself because you are trying to destroy and take the life of a decent black man. You know, uh, I would I would disassociate myself. Okay. But as far as being verbally and letting someone know like that, they just as dangerous right. as the yeah. information that you tell them. So you never want to know, well, you never want to let another person know your next move before you make it. You know what I'm saying? That's the one of the keyest things because that one person, that shitty cuz, can get the one up on you and double back or whatever. And do on what you? They, yeah. Because, on you. Because they feel that. They feel that. Now, now they feel that. Now they feel that you're a threat since you're since you disassociated and they know that you're going to blow their cover. So you is a, a top prime enemy at this point, bottom line. So when you disassociate yourself with a person like this, you have to move in silence, point blank, period. Let me ask you this, okay. We ain't gonna get into no super details. You know, we don't believe in, you know, in, 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 in what I call the, uh, we don't believe in the, uh, what is that, the Sahara Desert, you know what I'm talking about. So uh, would you buy 
a building on 38th of Chicago, given the history, would you would you purchase a building? Or would you say, I'm going out to Eden Prairie, I ain't about to be no target. These niggas may not necessarily be looking in my best interest, or do you feel like, oh, I'm at home, you know, I should be able to buy a building here because I'm familiar with this area. Well, I mean, yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we've been one in of Mr. Winners fractions. <laughs> the fifty percent, the half off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back land representation here. You oh, know, we man, keep everything hundred facts again. You know, when we're talking, you know, uh, everything is authentic. So, um, just to answer your question again, uh, for those who don't know me, uh, you know, I would buy a building, but at the same time, no matter where you go, we fucked. You know, the color of our skin, you know, they're always going to be a, a measure where we're getting discriminated against or or they don't want us to have all the proceeds that we need. Okay. okay. Uh, we have to understand that, you know. Wait a minute. You said proceeds. Yeah. I got to underline tangible. Tangible. tangible That's tangible. Tangibles. Tangibles. Okay. Now, what, what were you saying now? Yeah. 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 So, you know. A lot of times we have to look and see if, if this building is beneficial, you know, to us. You know, you have to look at, you know, all the aspects, you know, if it's profitable, do what you have to do to move around. A lot of times we need to stop having our face on the forefront of our businesses. Okay? Oh, That's mm. the key thing. Once you see a face, there goes the hate. That's crazy. Well, you know, I guess I got to redirect the question back at me like, I had my shop on 34th Mini Haha. Facts. You know, and unbeknownst to me sometimes, like, you had all types of cats running through here. You know, I, I ain't gonna mention no no specifics, but I, I'm gonna say this. You you had all types of rivals and shit, you know, just random. Like, you know, you may have somebody come in here and be like, and niggas be like, them niggas from over on the other side of town, what they doing over here? It, it probably wouldn't have been a place if they would have just randomly but they didn't want to go up the street to Lake because it might have been too packed. And they end up coming over here. 15 minutes ago, it was some niggas that was from another side that if they would have been at the same, been in the same place, that shit would have got out of hand. And then now I'm in a weird position. I'm like, hey man, y'all gotta take that outside. But niggas ain't trying to hear that shit. It's on site. You see what I'm saying? But I'm in a weird position where I'm I could be there, right? I ain't got nothing to do with it. But most of the time, shit happens to niggas that ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, there was a time where I was outside the shop. I was inside the shop. And they had a little, you know what I'm saying, a little 310 to Yuma out there. You know what I'm saying? There was, yeah. They had a little gunfight outside. And I was like, well, shit. And niggas was knocking on the door. The shop was closed. It was like on a Sunday. Niggas was knocking on the door trying to get in. Yeah. And I ain't come to the door like... What you, what you knock? They want me to let them in because wow. something's going on out there. No, you stay outside the shop closed. Yeah. But I heard it when I come outside, it's yellow tape over there. Wow. And I said, well, shit. You know, so it missed my car, but some of the bullets went through the windows of someone else. But, you know, I stayed in the whole time. I didn't hear the shot. But when I came outside, I seen the tape. And somebody was telling me, he's like, oh, man, you know, they done went through my windshield and all that. One of the store owners and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, this this area got a lot, a lot of shit going on. Timing you know, is everything. 
you know, so. And thank God that you wasn't outside at that time. Yeah, man. Yeah, to your car. Yeah. I, yeah, that, yeah, and you know, like, that's what I'm saying. You, I, we didn't have the bread to get a shop out in Prairie. And let's be honest, even in the diner, any of the places, right? Any of the so-called nice places outside the suburb, well, that are not demographic. Really? Ain't nobody coming out to get t-shirts and mixtapes and shit like that and computer repair, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. But look, let's let's get into the higher power execution. Who's executing some of this shit? Um, one little article that I came out with where I found something on Wikipedia is a lot of these executions, these abductions and stuff are happening from a lot of these white supremacists that belong to specific satanic entities, wow. rituals. So you start asking about these abductions and these, it ain't just human trafficking. Mm. You know, it ain't, you know, it, yeah. it, ain't, it ain't just Epstein and, 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 and Kells. It ain't just, yeah. But every day you looking on the news is just all right. about what you're seeing, but yeah. they want to keep you blind to what's really going on behind in the field. You know, with the higher power executioner, you know, that's usually any pop, anybody that has power through generational wealth. Mm. You know, tangible. Uh, anybody got all them tangibles. Hey, got... You know, silver spoons was born in a lot of people's mouths. You know what I mean? Uh, the social silver spoon construct. Yeah. And so we seen many, many times, um, you know, our entertainers, our artists, you know, they get to a certain spot in life where if they don't play by a certain individual rules, you get taken out, just like that. Big fact. You know. So, um, but no one's catching these individuals. You can, how do you catch them? I'm saying, how do you catch? Okay, you got like, there's something my pop said a long time. Okay. And I think I told you about this, you know, some years back. He said, there, there's only ten people that run the country. And I was like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, you got. I start trying to justify. Well, you know, you know, you got, you got Trump, you got Gates, you got all these people. He said Trump ain't even one of them. He said this back then. This when I was like 17, 18, 19. We talked for like two, three hours, and he just told me. He said, "The people that run the country, you're not really going to see them. As you do, you're just going to look at them and be like, well, who's he? You know." But that, he said, it ain't millions and millions of people. He said, yeah, if they run, we run the country. We think we cast a vote and it matters. Or if it, but he's talking about they run the globe. They run this. What they say goes. We're not going to, for example, um, hurricane relief. Well, yeah, you voted Trump in. You voted Biden in. You voted crime come out in. Whatever. Right. But they don't make the ultimate decision. It's somebody at a higher. And like I was telling one of my homies, I said, Trump, I don't think he's part of the elite. He wants to be, mm -hmm. but I don't think he's part of what they call the establishment. He's okay. anti-establishment. He has his own money, so yeah. as much as people dis dislike him, I, I got to say this. He's not your average whore. You can't buy him. He has his own money, so that's why they can't control him. He says whatever he wants. He's coming through. He's like the version of 50 Cent. He's, he's bullying everybody in the game and you can't control him because he got his own bread. Whereas, you know, you could control the Biden, you could control the Barack, you could control uh, any of these people coming in, uh, $5 Indian Warren, you could control these people because they ain't got their own bag. 
they got somebody. Now, I think Trump answers to somebody. But when you start talking about these higher power executioners, Bilderberg. Yeah. Oh. I, I agree. What's the other, you know, the families, um, the, the Bilderbergs, the, the Rockefellers. Yes, yes. The, the oil family. The you know, oil we, we families. We put them into yeah. categories like that. So, you know, whoever. They start cont- war. Yeah. You know, whoever controls the, the oil, reef, uh, in the, the finances and the gas finances that is. Tangible? Yeah, it's tangible. It's right there. You can't Very deny tangible. that. That's who run a company. We all, you know, we all should know that. And if you don't know, now you know. There's a there's an article that came out. Actually, it was on 60 Minutes. There was a federal prosecutor. Yeah. That was trying to, I think it was a, what was the company called? It was a big pharmaceutical company, McKesson or something like that. Okay. Now you know these little redneck towns that got all these opiates and all these people overdosing and, and carrying on. Yeah. They having all these opiate overdoses. Mm. They shipping the drugs. I mean, they like better than how Freeway Rick was. Like, they shipping it in semi-trucks, these opiates to these places. They know that it's causing overdoses. The doctors is getting paid. They tried to put an indictment on this uh, on this um company. I think it was McKesson. Or it was The federal prosecutor went on 60 Minutes. And you rarely see this. He said, there ain't nothing I can do. He's at the top of the food chain, indicted them. He said, man, they get tore the shit up and said, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, we're the government. Damn. That's how they look. Like, we have the goal. We make the rules. Wow. Get your bird beat. Uh, what would it look like? So that's, that's what he told the prosecutor. He told the they told the prosecutor, man, get the fuck on out of here. What, what, who are you? See, that's how you know that you're tangible. That's, that's how you know you got your tangibles in order. Man, so many tangibles. Like, they people think, okay, well, you cast your vote. It's symbolic and traditional. You, well, I can't. I, I cast my vote. It matter. <laughs> that shit don't fucking matter. The people that make the rules and determine, right? They are the ones that matter. But see, the only reason why the vote is coming in, it seems so important, is that you know, you got to understand, you know, they want the world to feel involved. Right. Right. That's all it is. Yep. You know, it's just the. Does voting matter? How do you feel? You know, Emotions. you know, you know, you know how you went to dentist. You you went in the dentist office. You know the pain's coming, but the you know your. <laughs> Your dentist is telling you, relax. <laughs> you know, you can't stop the pain, but you just got to brace for it. Right. Yeah, they they control all of that. You know, when you look at the environment, if you look at the... I think when you when people ask, well, who controls what? Like you said, who has the tangibles? Who owns the gold? Oil was black gold, right? That's so, you know, like... Even when you look at when they say negative stuff about black folks, if you look at in the dictionary, black don't only mean void, but when they say like black, and I think they said this on Hidden Colors or whatever, so I don't want to steal nobody's line. I want to give credit where it's due. But blackened means like fire. If you look at a charcoal grill, it's black, but when you light that motherfucker on fire, what does it turn into? It's gold. It's fire. So it's not... The destitute, the lowly, the you know, that's what they socially engineered, uh, convinced even us. Oh, well, you're lowly and you're below when actually it was quite the opposite. Um, so I digress, but you know, uh, I watched this documentary, um, called Rondo, and it was a neighborhood, a black neighborhood that was off, you know, 90, you know, a couple blocks off Selby, St. Paul. St. Paul, big shout out to St. Paul. Six five one. 
they ran 94 West, they could have did it through Pierce Butler, you know, on the other side where, you know, uh, Transfer Road, right over there where the, where the old Amtrak used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, ran yeah. 94 right through the black uh, owned business. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they Purposely. did that on, on purpose. Purposely. You know, they, and what they did is they didn't want to pay them what the houses was worth and they they came up with all types of, of course you know they you know how they do bro but that was a pretty cool rondo uh documentary and it reminds me of a of a book i read with a lot of black expulsions okay that was an expulsion people can say what they want that was an expulsion because would they have done that to miss to mr winners mm. if mr winners was he not you remember mr winners here's the math, the math. In the decimal rap. We okay. <laughs> Let me give y'all a little history. We had a teacher that came out. We was acting a fool in class, and he could not get us to sit still. Man, so he came out class. with a decimal rap. Yeah. The rap was about math and decimals. <laughs> so I don't know. Big shout out to Mr. Winnis. You know, you remind me of Adam's Family Values. You know what I'm saying? Go get that album. Go get that decimal rap. Go get the decimal you know. rap album. Hold on. You know, featuring Young Buck. You know, <laughs> picture a young buck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, tangible city. Tangible city. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> okay, so you, you know, know uh, I mean, with with this Rondo situation, it's very yeah. sad because uh, again, families was forced out of their home for one thing, and the way they did it was at an all-time high disrespect. You gotta understand, mm-hmm. if someone's knocking on your door. Here you is trying to load everything in the truck, but they're telling you you're not moving fast enough. Like, hurry up, nigga. So, yeah. <laughs> they're telling you to get the fuck out the way. We don't care. Just get your shit and go. I mean, there was people who was actually protesting, chaining themselves into trees and things like that, you know, in that nature. But again, we always know with a nice protest, they still get their way. A yeah. lot of times, it's like, why the hell is we protesting? And they still get to do what they want to do. And, you know, I just never get over that in a lot of instances. But, you know, so we're trying to do a way of, you know, of to understand what the hell is going on. So I know with me, I don't, what the hell am I protesting for? And then right. the, and I'm going to go back home and go to sleep. No, my type of protesting is going to be some damages. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey we got to take it back to 1960s. You, you know might what I'm have saying? to. I mean, oh, l- l- let's touch on that a little bit. L- you know, and they had, uh, what was his name? Elijah Elijah Cummings. That, that one dude, he used to be with uh, SNCC, you know, SNCC. Back in the day, the nonviolent coordination. And you had rioters like Stokely Carmichael and people that was basically saying, no, nah, we we not with this turning the other cheek thing. Salute. Don't disrespect the king. Salute. But even when... They always try to use, I have a dream. You know, they yeah. always try to use that. But yeah. he wasn't on that towards the end. He was like, damn, we done integrated into a burning bush. Cast like Stokely Carmichael. Cast like, uh, what's the guy that killed him? In, they killed him in front of his house. Uh, uh, damn. Oh, I feel yeah, so you're talking about, uh, uh, Huey. Huey P. Newton. Medgar Evers. You talking about? The Medgar Evers. They killed okay. him in front, of his, in front of his family. This is in Mississippi. And Medgar Evers was a rider. He was talking this big shit. In front of white folks back then, he wasn't sitting up there like, "Oh, master, no, please." No, he wasn't doing all that. He was Meg Evans was a rider, you know. And Cummings, he got his ass whooped down to Selma. You remember a lot of people got fucked up down to Selma, but he left. And now he's running around talking about this whole. He was he was cussing somebody out 
about this whole thing down on the border or whatever. That's unfortunate what happened with the, with, with the kids and, you know, and all that. Yeah. But and let, let's stick to the fact. Yeah. Um, Keep that same energy when niggas is getting shot oh, on man. our police. Keep, keep that, that same, same energy, energy when it's time for us to get our reparations. Yeah, he, oh, he's, he's definitely not for tangible. So, so we done came up with a list. Actually, I came up with this list for a reason for tangibles as to why. And stack dough, bagland, stack dough. If you want to chip in on each point, yeah. you know, be my guest. But I'm going to go through 23, 23, 24 reasons for tangibles. Light the their ass up, man. Man, run it up. All right, so the first reason for tangibles. 400 years of rape, free labor, and pillaging. 7 to $10 trillion of global profit. Number two, refusal of federal loans for homes and farms. Mm-hmm. Number three, predatory lending. Number four, terrorist bomb attacks in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That was the mm. first terrorist bomb attack locally in the United States of America. That's the Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Backland. Big facts. Tangible. Uh, refusal of medical support. Environmental annihilation, such as lead, toxic waste, and radiation experimentation. The largest human trafficking abduction in history of mankind. That was number seven. Number eight, reparations were given to the slave owners. Big facts. Number nine, refusal of prosecution of pedophilic terror assaults on women and children. Mm. So just like these Epstein, they want to talk about Kelly. Okay, that's fucked mm. up. But let's talk about these white men and these white supremacists that was on these plantations going all the way back from probably from the 1980s all the way back to the 1500s okay. that were pedophiles. That they had actually in North Carolina, they had raping farms. Yeah. That's where the term, like when they say motherfuckers, like they made niggas fuck their mothers. That, that, that's, that's a big one for, for number, eight, number nine. Number 10. Direct and explicit deflection of benefits which are granted to those that did not earn it. All these people coming over here saying, well, we're the same as black Americans. No, you're not. You didn't go through none of this shit. You came from somewhere else. And not, no disrespect. You know, and they always hit you, just forget about it. Yeah. No, we're not going to forget. <laughs> Tangibles 2020. We want our bag. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Number 11. Public racial serial and mass murders and executions of black uh, men, women, and children. Number 12, refusal of the military GI Bill. A lot of our people went to war and they were like, when it's time for us to give a GI Bill, oh, well, no, we can't do that. Vietnam, dead presidents, shout out to Lorenz Tate, yeah. old dog. Number 13, blatant constitutional violation of affirmative action. Number 14, global medical propaganda. Number 15, HIPAA violation of DNA sales and exploitation, if such, Henrietta Lacks. Number 16, extensive brainwashing and psychological trauma. Number 17, seizure of properties from ethnic racial cleansing and expulsions. We just talked about Rondo. You from Missouri. They had an expulsion down in Missouri. Made all the black folks leave in the 1900s. This happened in the red summer in the 1900s. You just got to pick up and leave. Oh, he raped a white woman. Didn't do anything at all. It's like a Rosewood. Everybody has to leave. Everybody. There was a Black Wall Street in Rosewood, uh, Florida. See, in this country, it seems like we never had control of everything. You know, again, Einstein ain't got shit on Willie. Einstein ain't got shit on Willie Lynch. Back land. He ain't got shit on Willie Lynch. And then now we're going to uh, number 18. We got a few more. Housing redlining. There was just an article out. $4 billion. What they would do is stack dough buys a house. Then all of a sudden they pull some, well, it's like sharecropping. Yeah. 
you know, so they ripped off a lot of black folks down in Chicago. You know, a lot Chicago used to have a lot of black-owned businesses. A lot of people don't know that. They they try to just make make it seem like Chicago was just a shoot a, a shoot 'em up. No, no, no. Black folks had a lot of shit going on in Chicago. Yeah, and just they, like they had the Black stolen. Harlem. Yeah, it was the Black Harlem in Chicago. Shout out to Chicago. Um. So yeah, we got number 19, life sentences from all white juries with little to no evidence. Just thousands of black men and women just getting convicted. Niggas doing 20, 30 years for some shit they ain't even fucking do. Billy Bob might have did that shit, or he might have even been there. Number 20, an entire slave police force dedicated to monitoring harassment of blacks. Number 21, stolen patents in denial of such. So if you was a slave and you created like a toilet or some shit, they patented it. You created it, but they take the blueprint and then they make the money, like Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Uh, you may get a pharmaceutical company like McKesson. They're probably using Henrietta Lacks DNA cells. They owe that family. That's their, you know, they took the DNA without her knowing and they, and they, you know, they made money off it. Direct neglect and blatant disregard of black Americans while prioritizing other groups which receive unearned laws and tangible benefits all while demanding the black vote. That's happening right now. Yeah. We we want you to vote for us. What are you going to do for us? Mm. I ain't going to do nothing for black people. You know. That's not tangible. You want me to vote for you. Why? Well, you, you should just vote Trump out of office. No, 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 no. No, we're not going to do that. You're going to give us something. Yeah. And see, we have to see through all the lies again. They always tell us vote, 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 vote. For fucking what? What are we voting for? We're voting to get fucked up again? Fucked over again? Come on. Well, this is what they try to tell you. Well, yes, this is that. So you got the votes. They, they hit you with all of that. Okay, but they didn't go willingly to the polls to die. They were murdered. Mm. And that's that's what they really need to put out there. Never they were murdered in Never cold forget. blood. Right? So, they're the, we're the only people that they tell... Just go because you have to go. You have to get Trump out of office, so you got to vote Democrat. Well, I'm asking the Democrats this. You've been on the turf for a long time. You want to spend money and you tell people, well, no wall and all that. How about you take the wall funds? How about you, how about you divert these ICE raids? Because what ICE has been doing is they've been telling these folks, well, we coming to get you. When have you ever heard a nigga that you know? Where the police called him and said, shit, shitty cuz, we about to come get your ass for all these keys that you got in your basement. But we ain't coming for about two, three weeks. That doesn't happen to black folks. That they come in immediately. They come ex- expeditiously. <laughs> ex- ex- get it right? Expeditiously. 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 Ex- they come expeditiously, I need some man. pancakes expeditiously. Pancakes, they want the service. These are the pancakes. These pancakes are Perkins. Hey, you know they closed Perkins off of uh Franklin, right over there off of uh was it Franklin and 20 something but on my grandma's house? Yeah, I know closed. exactly which one you're talking about. I remember man, they used to have they used to stay up like 24 hours. You remember when niggas start getting their ass whooped over there, motherfuckers start fighting in the club yeah. back when Star so Straight was to Perkins. Man, Perkins used to be fire, man. But hold on, we we got we got more. We got uh black bodies. That's number 23. Black bodies traded on the stock market. And then number 14, violation of the 1863 Indian treaties. You know, a lot of black chiefs and black Indians were supposed to get their bag. 
they're supposed to get their reparations and they did not give them their reparations. So this, that's, that's the big list that I put together. You know, so it's more than enough reasons. It's more than enough reasons. So whenever you get somebody that says, you know, like you got all these Dems running around saying, oh, well, you know, Trump is racist. So the man sign that goddamn rep reparation, that HB 140 or whatever. Sign that shit. Well, no, I don't want to sign it. Then what the fuck are you talking about? I don't want to hear Trump is racist. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Sign that goddamn tangible reparation. I want my bag. I, I don't even need the mule. Give me my 40 acres. And see, why these tangibles are so important, it just is because, you know, as you look back, you know, when they have, you know, the Jews, the Jewish, you know, community, um, you know, reparations was handed over without even a fight. You know, it was oh my basically, God. you want to say voluntarily reparational, this was one of the forms, you know. Um, we don't. We're not. We're not reaping anything that we've done for this company. Everything. What was it? What did the term come from? What they say? Uh, a thousand acres and a and a mule. Forty acres and a mule. Forty acres and a mule. Okay. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. So again, we gotta translate now. That forty acres into these times translates into what? What a probably I guess a what? Couple of lands or so, and you well, know more land. Well, we're at. Where I'm at right now, um, shout out to Mike Titan. Shout out to Mike Titan. Well, actually, only person, made he beat. made me lose my train of thought because his beat. I was just about to start freestyling. I, you know, I made this beat on MPC. <laughs> this ain't a Mike Titan one, but shout out to Mike Titan. Yeah, but yeah. I, I made this beat on MPC before. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I made this like a while ago. I put up all these old beats. But you know what? Um, no, but, but see what I was saying though. Uh, got I lost my train of thought. Excuse me, yeah. y'all. But uh, again, you know, voting, it never helped us at all. They always trying to tell us to vote this and that. But then again, when we get our rights taken from us, how you going to have a constitutional of laws that only goes for individuals for a skin color? Yeah. So they can miss me with all these, you know, new laws and things like that for us to abide by you know it's just well, the laws ain't enforced you yeah. got to get someone to enforce the laws you know a lot of that stuff that was going on when they was murdering black folks in mississippi they okay. sent the feds go down there yeah there was a white guy he, he i remember that about it. i remember they the sent movie. the feds down there in mississippi burning I yeah, think yeah, yeah 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 but he there was a white guy that went undercover in the clan he was a federal agent he said one in three clan members are fbi so how the fuck you gonna get some justice you're not gonna get no justice. These people that's at your job. Vote, vote, vote. Vote, vote, vote. <laughs> well, I've got to vote because they told me to. You know, that old, I'm telling you, this, this, this Sambo talk getting old. These, I'm telling you, platinum visa butter biscuits. Mm. They're handing them out. They're handing them out like platinum fubu shirts. And see, and then let us say if we ever 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 live to see reparations they're gonna be funny as hell why oh yeah stack don't get to stack don't get to butter biscuit and a side of burritos with a corn dog he gonna be like man can i get a beef corn dog they're gonna be like nah nigga you gotta get this post stack don't gonna be like man i don't even want that shit. you man. know what i'm saying then they gonna they gonna come in your house oh well who's living in your house and all but, but see that's that's why i'm saying no reparation no vote if you don't give me something tangible, because the thing is, it's not an issue on whether the money's there. You give it to everyone else. But that's the prime excuse. The money is not there. Supposedly. Got, allegedly. The money is there for yeah. Holocaust victims. 
Obama gave them some millions, facts. And war. War, there's money for war. They said they want to give free uh, health care to uh, illegal immigrants. That's what they said. They said they, the, the Democrats said the priority is we're going to give health care to non-citizens. My aunt in Chicago can't even get no health care. She got kidney failure. And I feel her. You see what I'm saying? I feel her on that. Again. So, so, okay. And see, with the health care, you got to understand, with the health care, who does that really imply to? Usually the, the, the bottom of the food chain. You know what I'm saying? You don't hear people talking about really health care when, when their generational wealth is great, you know? No. The, the health care comes in when there's you get the limited help for your problems. You know what I mean? But we're gonna we're gonna act like we're helping you, but you get all the poorest necessities yeah, yeah. of help. Yeah, you, you gotta go down to the Hennepin County, you know what I'm saying? Big shout out to Hennepin County, you know, big shout out to the Italian B spot, you know what I'm saying? That ain't got, you know what I'm saying, Aye. no fruit flies flying around, whoever that is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but oh uh, We ain't gonna blast them on we ain't gonna yeah, blast man, them back later. And I, I digress, I digress heavily. <laughs> I digress. Uh I say the people at the border, you know. Give them some food. Give them some water. You know, um, I, I don't, I don't like what's happening to the children down there. At the same time, don't, don't act like you don't separate us. Philando was separated from his family. Uh, 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 Alton Sterling was separated from his family. Sandra Bland was separated from, from, from um, her family. Um, you know, uh, the brother that got shot over North was separated from his family. They, they locking niggas up over weed. And weed is legal now. And weed is legal now. And they've been separated from their family over a few pounds. You done, you done took this man's life. You executed this man and put him in the prison industrial complex. And you really, really what they've done is they've created, like you said, a million shitty cousins. Shitty cuz was a design. It wasn't just, just choice. He made, you know, a, the shitty cuz that's in your neighborhood, he made a decision. But shitty cuz was engineered. Mm. We didn't have a shitty cuz in 1865. We didn't have a shitty cuz in 1452 BC. We didn't have a shitty cuz when ancient Egypt was created. We didn't have shitty cuz. Matter of fact, let's talk about the mob for a good 35 seconds. You can't live if you're a rat, if they're saying you're a rat. Oh man. If you're allegedly a rat, Another rival mob will knock you off. You can't live. You can't even have a pet hamster. <laughs> That's the closest thing to a rat. There, you know what I mean? You can't even watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> with Master Splitter if you are a rat. You can't even watch that part. You have to fast forward that part where Shredder kicks him over the rooftop. And see, but thing again, again, TV taught us that being a rat was okay because mm. master splinter was what the good guy right <laughs> that is deep i ain't never think about that because when i used to watch that shit back and let me let's keep it 100 how old were you when you first heard the term of a rat when you were how old were you when somebody told you look if he's a rat you disassociate yourself with him asap you don't say nothing no, no field trips no burgers well, before, and fries. Well, before it got to that point, it started when I was a kid, you know, a little younger, coming up. 
I couldn't tell on my brother or my cousin who did something wrong. Even if they did do something wrong, we always get into trouble. So therefore, I couldn't be like, oh, Jesse got caught stealing at the store, mom. You know he in jail. She gonna look at me and say, thanks for telling me, but I'm beating your ass and you gonna get your ass whooped for telling on him. So they kicked the rat pack before the rat even had any chance to enter your bloodstream. We gonna get that out of you right away. You know, it's, it's, it's like one of those kids that just keep picking and telling on everything. You you know, you, you like, sit your little ass down. We know, you know, you don't need to tell about everything. You know, that's how we stop the, the ratting, you know, for sake. But again, when people coming up, they don't get those type of moments from their parents. They say, thank you for telling me. You get rewarded for being a rat. I had a situation, I ain't gonna get into much detail, but I remember one time, an officer, he threw me in, he threw me in, in his car and cuffed me up and he slipped the card in my pocket mm -hmm. and said, if you have any information, you let me know. And I told him to take that goddamn card out of his pocket and he looked as if I slapped him with a wet noodle sandwich. Mm. Like he couldn't believe it. And he says, you don't want the card? And I said, oh my God. Niggas done made it a, a, a fashion to rat. He he was used to niggas ratting Accepting. to the point where he said, I know that he's going to give me some information. I said, you get nothing. You oh, yeah. do your job, sir. Oh, I'm yeah. not giving you anything. Oh, yeah. By the way, there's no rats on this podcast. No so, rats you know, on this podcast. You, I just got to let that be known. You know, you know, we have DP and Stack Doe. Official. Official. You know what I mean? Another disclaimer. We have to put and enforce. I'm enforcing this shit like, like Trump trying to enforce this wall. We're enforcing a long-standing and permanent ban on any members that advocate, promote, in, endorse, engage, or sympathize or associate with any members or associates of the orangutan gang. No monkey shit is allowed. So any monkey shit that we see, it doesn't matter what color you are. You could be black, white, candy stripe. If you are a member or associate or we get a word that you're a part of the orangutan gang and you participate in any monkey shit, in the word of sweet James Jones, take that monkey shit off. You, you are embarrassing, embarrassing us. us. No Tommy figure. I think I seen somebody with some Tommy figure on the other day. They don't. They ain't cut from our same cloth. We don't do Tommy figure Nah. At all. Nah. We don't, we don't do time here, Vic. I digress. I digress. Uh, shout out to the Netflix film. Very sad uh, film. What, what was that called? I, I'm, I don't know if you've seen it, but um, Ava DuVernay put that together. The Central Park Five. Um, I thought about Riker's Island. I heard that they were going to try to get rid of it. And if you notice, Riker Island, it sits on the water. Yeah. So it's kind of like... A slave boat, if you think about it. It really is. And with no bail, and you got conditions. brothers in there rotting. Yeah. Uh, I thought about something else, too. A lot of people don't um, know much about. Being that we from the Midwest, we we come into a lot of contact with people from the from uh, Chicago. Niggas from Chicago call it the land. Um, what up all to the Gale Garden. Shout, Shout out, out to, to the shot. Shout out to the Chicago. All Gale Garden. It's way on the far south, far south side. They call it the Wild Hunters, but it's way, way out. There, I seen an article about Alt Gale Garden. 
where they say that it sits on radioactive land. I met this brother when I was when I left South. You remember when I left South and I went to uh, WOC? I met this uh, brother, um, and he was literally a brother. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you know what I mean? He was, he was actually a brother, and he he told me he was like, man, you know, I'm from the All Gale Garden show, and this, that, and the third. And I was like, you know, and he was kind of telling me about Chicago and stuff. And I didn't know too much about it, but I always think about that that brother because he he was talking about when he grew up and some of the stuff that he was doing like he told me about some real heinous shit that he used to do and i'd be like damn what's wrong with you he's like man i don't even know he did not know why he was doing some of the stuff he was doing and i thought about art gale garden being a radioactive, radioactive. site yes and i yes. wonder if that had something to do with the conditions on how his thought process was. yeah he- of course uh that goes to california as well and other uh states you know uh before they built the projects or these housing you know um historically these lands was just you know open fields where um companies were just you know tossed their waste there and you know this goes to chemicals and all type of uh you know biohazard um ordeals here you know so we have to look at that and and understand that you know these chemicals do play a lot and you know these crimes another old beat you know you keep going on it was this old beat that i had some of these old i was going to come out with like an arabian album yeah that had all these little arabian samples and stuff but okay you were saying about the chemicals yeah the chemicals um so for instance you know we, we got to understand man a lot of things that goes on we can't help a lot of times and i see that i see that you know but we have to understand Put, the, put ourselves in these people's uh, situation. You know, yeah. uh, it's very, it's very hard. A lot of people say, uh, "Hey, just forget about it." Blah blah blah. How can I forget about it when every time I turn my head or talk to someone, they're going through it, even if I ain't going through it myself. So it's no, it's no way we can escape this. You know, uh, first and foremost, you know, as black men. We have to know how to uh, stop feeding into a lot of bullshit, okay? No monkey shit allowed. No monkey shit allowed. Um, El Chapo sent El Chapo sentenced to life in prison. They told him he got a forfeit 2.6 billion. Well, you gonna get this man a life sentence? He can't give you two billion dollars, no how. Wow. You know, big shout out to El Chapo. El Chapo, uh, man. Big shout out to El Chapo. I know some people gonna be like, man, you're you're insane. Why would you say this to a guy that allegedly did all these crimes? Well, you know what? Um, Reagan. <laughs> you know, Bush. A, a, a couple of these uh old, you know, some of these old white guys that yeah. sold a little bit of a little scum on the side. Yeah. You know, brought a couple bricks in back in the day. Yeah. Shout out to El Chapo, man. Yeah, ain't, ain't nobody locked them up. So hey. But actually, they uh besides El Chapo. Uh, there was a situation where um, they just seized about like. Oh man, yeah. Who, who was in charge of that cargo? Man, they they pulled... seized about like three billion dollars worth of cocaine. That was some old Mitch McConnell looking white dude. He had a dock, a boat full of dope. But he's connected to a company. We need to get that company. Hold on, man. Let's let's look this up. We gonna we gonna put his ass on blast. 
Well, yes. well, back to the Chapo situation. You know, you have to respect El Chapo in a lot of ways because sometimes we do things that's in a survival mode. You know, hey, this guy was making money to the best way he could, but his empire got brought, brought down. But I never seen no one escape prison twice. Oh, he did it big. He did it big time, man. He escaped like the, uh, I'm trying to think of that, uh, that, that movie. His son, one of his sons ratted on him, though. You know what, what I mean? Yes, that's oh, facts. One man. of his sons ratted on Master him. Let's get Slimmer. that out there. You know? I don't like that, bro. His son. Damn. Okay, we got it here on Philadelphia. So 15,000. 15,000 kilos of cocaine. Worth a billion dollars. Sees at the Philadelphia airport and the crew was charged. So let's... It looks like here... The crew members were supposed to get paid 50 bandicas apiece. Yeah. They're never going to get out of jail. Never. Who's... Okay, so now... They said it was in seven containers aboard a cargo ship. 16 tons, they said, of cocaine. But see, that container belongs to a big name. And I'm noticing they're not announcing this big name. Nope. They don't want you to know who it is, you know. So it, we got to keep digging, and you know, we don't. I, well, I don't want to say the wrong name here. We don't want to say the wrong name, so we're gonna get back to that, you know. But the point being is, again, I, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's probably some politician. Yeah, I mean, if that was Big Meech, you know, oh, under the jail, under, under the, the jail. jail. But if it's Billy Bob. They don't. They don't want Billy Bob to uh, to go to jail. You know that was somebody, somebody that was really high up. But we talked about them higher ups. Another article I want to cover real quick. And then you're a big jazz fan, or uh, actually, should I call it blues? Uh, I heard an old interview where some guy was uh, asking Miles Davis, "Hey man, you know something about his jazz music?" And Miles Davis checked his ass ASAP. He was offended. He said, this ain't no motherfucking jazz. He said, this is blues. He said, white folks made that name up. He said, I do blues. You know? Yeah. Oh, this is that old, some of that old shit. Yeah, he felt very offended, you know? He was very offended. And, um, but anyway, you know. It's like uh, someone saying, coming up to Jeezy or 2 Chainz, your favorite artist, and saying, hey, I enjoy your pop music. <laughs> They're going to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> you call my shit pop? <laughs> oh no, you call it the king, the king of you calling it Mike Jack? <laughs> Big shout out to Mike Jack, man. They trying to strip his music after he was dead. But uh, getting on to this John Coltrane uh article. Uh, they were saying that John Coltrane and Einstein had some similar features when it came to the math of music. Um. He actually wrote this diagram right here. And you can see, it kind of reminds me of some old school, uh, I believe it was Michelangelo. If you look at some of the, the older art. Yeah. And basically they said that uh, it was it was some saxophonist and a physicist. His name is Stefan Alexander. Um, in his lectures, he was saying in his book called The Jazz of Physics that he compared Einstein and Coltrane in terms of a lot of the stuff they had in common. Okay. So he also, uh, there was a saxophonist 
that Coltrane gave this drawing to, um, and the saxophonist and the professor was named Yusuf Latif, and this was in 1967, and he included this information in a piece of work called the Repository of Scales and Melodic, and Melodic Patterns. So uh, Latif said in his own autobiograph, uh, autobiograph, yeah, autobiographic, autobiography, uh, that he's seen Coltrane's music as a spiritual journey that embraced the concerns of a rich tradition of auto-physio-psychic music, and he likened it to to Einstein's quantum theory. Now, that that goes in a nice little sharp Sugar Ray Leonard jab to all those folks that um, speak against black folks saying we're not uh, we're inferior and all this crap. It's a bunch of BS, you know what I'm saying? But just a big shout out to Coltrane. If you look at some of the comments down here, and I'll, I'll send this article to you because it'll blow you away, but they shared it a million times, yeah, and I see that. it's big almost numbers. like a form. Big numbers. Everybody arguing back and forth. They talking about fourths and fifths, double circles. Um, <laughs> They're talking about debaters. They're debating. They're talking about uh, rhythmic technique, um, bar structure. Get a bar. Get a bar. bar This is the ultimate bar. C sharps, DBs, whole tones. Um, They're talking about uh, dominant seventh chords. You know, you had a couple people down here that was trying to downplay Coltrane and say, oh, jazz ain't science. Well, music. Math is a science. You know, the Moors and the ancient Egyptians, which were black, let's underline that, um, they they mastered science. The first um, the first ancient Egyptians did the first open heart surgery and brain surgery and eye surgery well over five to ten thousand years ago. You know. But Einstein ain't got shit on Willie. Never. <laughs> You can debate that. You can debate Einstein. I got shit over. <laughs> Big shout out to Huggies, you know, showing um, hard working black men. Um, this is the first time in my life that I've seen a black man with his child on Huggies. And I remember I sent it to you and I was like, damn, what if that was black on? Because, you know, black folks, we're going to run out and be like, oh, shit, it's a nigga on the Huggies uh, thing. And then we're going to buy it. But Huggies gets the bag. The, no proceeds to your community. No, no, no proceeds. No proceeds. Your symbolism, non-tangible. Your symbolism. But shout out to Huggies for showing a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's just marketing. They use that to market. Yeah, you know? Marvin Market. Uh, Marvin Market. A lot of companies, you know, they use um, our face, our image, to draw in because of lack of sales. You know, when sales get bad. Shit ain't doing what they, you know, what they're supposed to do as far as number-wise. They're strategically, you know, using us, you know, as uh, as bait. Yeah, you, you, you know, the, the you know, that here we go with the with the with the black the black uh, you know, black when it's convenient. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, you see so, how we always get used. <laughs> no matter no matter how you look at it, any situation. The black person always seems to get used all the time. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not a racist, you know, by all means necessary. You, you know, can't I, be. I, I just want to let that know to the viewers, you know. 
it, it, you know, you can't be. But truth is truth, you know. You you can't, I, you know, and, and I want to talk about this a little bit, like, you know, when they say, oh, black folks, right? you you can't be racist. Race. It sure would be nice. <laughs> no, sure no, nice. no, for real. Like, what do you own and control? You don't own and control enough for you to be racist, for you to cause a long social silver spoon construct, construct and a systemic situation for you to say, oh, well, you ain't getting hired. I'm gonna lock you up. Oh, you get raped and uh, there ain't nothing you can do about it. There's no five, no Central Park Five that's a, that's, that's a white guy. You're, you're not gonna see a Central Park Five that looks like Mr. Winnis. It ain't gonna happen. Kevin Spacey. This nigga just got off. They hit Kells with 22 new charges. Kevin Spacey's off. They revoked Epstein. This nigga had hella passports. He had all. He had more passports than the Invisible Man. Wow. You see, but he's probably gonna eventually get off. But back to like, no, you you might be prejudiced. You might say, well, you know, I just don't like that motherfucker because he got red hair and he got a sharp bird beat nose or you know she got a flat ass so i don't like her you know that's see, i think I, we're, we're commonly yeah yeah see and, and i think just growing up in, in a human aspect we're commonly prejudiced you know what i'm saying yeah. you go by judgment first that's normal so yeah but you know you you don't have the ability to pull somebody over knock they block off and say i fear for my life and not go to jail then get fired and be able to sell your gun online, be able to have a GoFundMe, because that's what happens with a lot of, believe it or not, a lot of these law enforcement, they'll knock a block off for the set. That's why I made that little meme where yeah. I said he's banging since the 1600s, where yeah. dude that was throwing up, he wasn't throwing up by rule, he was throwing up that white supremacist. It looks like he's throwing up blood, but he's not. Yeah. He's throwing up that white supremacist thing. They can knock us off and actually get a reward they'll get a reward they get a gofundme yanez zimmerman all of them they're still walking around why is zimmerman walking around because i'm, I, I'm just saying like niggas are savages right niggas yeah, are goons let's yeah. let's be honest we we hear well, he's a lot protected. of he's protected we, we hear a lot of goon talk and you know you hear a lot of this uh you know and i, I don't know man i guess I, I know where you're getting at see what you're about to say probably primarily is basically saying, and I, I kind of in a sense agree with you. You know, how how's we got all these gangsters and these big time, you know, uh, guys that's out here that I'll do the this, I'll cuz. do that. Why, yeah. well, I'm saying, why couldn't the shitty cuz knocked off Zimmer? I, I, I'm not promoting nobody to go, you because know, I'm just saying. Shitty cuz, no, if he touched Zimmerman, he's going under the jail. Under the jail. But he's still going to jail anyway. Trying to be above the jail. Oh, shit. That was deep. Damn. So he figures out, you know, he'll knock off a black man, yeah. stand up black man, yeah. and I'll be able to sit on top of the jail. See, see, see you knock off a black man, you, yeah, he's going to sit on top of the jail. Shit. You, <laughs> you knock oh. off anybody else, uh, you know, a white man. The Zimmerman, know. Zimmerman, they keep saying, trying to say, well, he's a Hispanic. But he's still no. He's 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 an honorary white man. Hispanics can be racist. Any any blacks can be racist. Blacks can't be racist. But we're not we're not we're not we're not saying and we're not seeing groups of blacks as in a terrorist 
situation. We can't hang people from trees. We can't murder you no. with no impunity. No. You got this guy that drove into seven black folks on pin. He did not get arrested. He if that not. was you, you would still be in jail. It, would, it wouldn't matter what the situation. Put, let's keep it real. Okay. If you had the money that Jay-Z had, yeah. if Jay-Z did that shit and ran into seven white folks, that nigga would be in jail. Yeah. Facts? They coming for him. Bill Cosby style. They say, Jay-Z, I hate your fucking album. And then they just throw the album at him. And he comes back and doubles back with his Rolls Royce. And he runs into seven people from any diner or some shit. Yeah. And then when the police show up, first they're going to snatch the nigga out the car. That's number one. If they don't put a bullet in his ass, they're staying on cold heavy. You see what I'm saying? Now, you sent me a receipt. Uh-oh. I, I was very, very displeased. I hope y'all ready for this. Bagland, episode in, in this four. This, this receipt that I seen was, and you know, I subscribe to, to Kev Mack. You know, I see a lot of the the, uh, the functions in the old school, uh, the Los Angeles history. Um, history, you know what I'm saying? He has all the reptables on there telling their story, and I subscribe. You know, but I wasn't, and and I only seen a piece. But from what you showed me, yeah. it looked like they was getting a chuckle out of somebody on the chat that was shouting out the neighborhood nip, and, well, I, and I didn't like that. It was two. It was three things, or primarily two things that bothered me. And just to let you guys know a little synopsis of what we're talking about, there was a video. I can't say allegedly because seen the footage we're probably going to drop the detail copy and paste it mm -hmm. under the description so if you guys like share you know uh, that'd be great because we need to uh, inform everyone of the deceit that you have that we all have been facing so first off big you and kev mack was together on a live session and you know people were sending their condolences Saying rest in peace, Nip. Long live, Nip. And then, and then, and while all that was going on, what had happened was Big U start laughing. Now it wasn't a regular laugh, like, ha 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 ha. Hey everybody, I'm here. It was a laugh like he was happy that Nip was dead, and that he, since he's not coming back, he can laugh a little bit louder. You know Damn. what I'm saying? So, being someone that's from your same organization, how can you even chuckle and laugh about someone's untimely demise? Yeah, when I seen that, I was kind of, you know, because the internet, man, you know how the internet is, man. But I was like, I wouldn't, like, okay, let's say that was, and, and knock on glass, but I'm saying, like, let's say that was you and somebody says, well, long live stab dope. I'm not gonna laugh. I'm a. I probably be. I concur. Long live stack dope. I'm not gonna say. Ah, long live stack dope. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not gonna say that. You know. So. Well, that's a silent moment. You know. Uh, when you pay respects to someone, it shouldn't be a humor at all on someone's face. See, a lot of times people can fake to you by their body language. You know what I mean? You ever have someone fake their body language to you, but their eyes couldn't? This is all what we, you know, known to man that we experience in these times. 
Oh, you had a recent conversation. You had a recent incident. You know, no cap. We ain't gonna go into no details. You know, the fake one was strong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The fake one was real strong, man. It was like a wildebeest back. You know what I'm saying? It was real strong. Um, big shout out to the Ghetto Boys. Ghetto Boys represent Scarface, Willie D, running for public office. Face. Face What's up, Willie D? You know, rest in, rest in peace. Bushwick, Bushwick Bill. Bushwick Bill. Bushwick Bill. Amazing pioneer. Yes. I don't even want to call them no group. Pioneer. Pioneer. You know what I'm saying? Um, a couple things about tech. There was a, a movie that I seen called The Valerian A Thousand Planets. It's kind of like the whole Avatar kind of thing. It was a little lazy on the plot, but it's a nice little cool Amazon Prime uh, movie you should check out where you have uh, an attack on, you know, the alien world from the humans and stuff like that. Okay. Um, Sounds good. You might want to check that out. Another movie that I've seen, and it was a well worth $5.99. It's called Captive State. The same person that uh, directed the Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It's basically about, you know, aliens coming in and using like Gestapo tactics against U.S. citizens. And this took place in Chicago. Um, it's a pretty strong story. Uh, it's called Captive State. Um, it's not the greatest movie, but it's, it's something you really want to see because they say that a lot of movies that occur kind of reflect the current uh, climate um, where, we experience. where we experience. Another movie that's coming out pretty soon, it's called Black and Blue. And a lot of times, if you're a black cop, they just ask you, are you black or are you blue? Well, Tyrese, he's making his reappearance. Big shout out to Tyrese. You know what I'm saying? I guess he, you know, he, you know, ain't, ain't doing his boohooing on, on the internet no more. And he's back into it. You know, no, no, big shout out to Ty, Tyrese. I, I'm not trying to clown Tyrese, but I digress. <laughs> um, but no, he's, he's, he's on the scene. Um, it's his sister that basically was a cop. And people in the neighborhood were like, hey, yo, we ain't rocking with you. She, mur- she she finds out that one of her fellow cops murdered another cop. So she's going to the neighborhood like, oh, I, I need help. These people are trying to knock me off. The police trying to knock her off. She the police. The same person, uh, Deion Taylor, uh, directed this. He did Traffic. Um, I can't remember who was that in there. It was uh, Omar Epps was in there. Yeah. Meet the Blacks. He directed that. Yeah. And he directed this movie called Supremacy. Um, so... That's coming out soon, so I think y'all should check that out. Um, I'm going to get ready to close up. I want to talk about tech and animation. A brother that's working on some stuff for me right now, and I shouted him out earlier as a black-owned business. Um, he's a content creator, and uh, www.greenroyalvideos.com. So if you need some animation done for uh, your website or some marketing or whatever it is, www.greenroyalvideos.com This brother's the truth You know, he'll get you a nice deal We gotta start supporting our content creators Because once again, you said we're being used a lot Yeah And that's another reason why Like, and shout out, shout out to the nation And the fruits of Islam Big shout out to brother Farrakhan We gonna stand with Farrakhan We not gonna, you know, say we don't rock with him And all that because the dominant society's taking them off Hey look, you know Big shout out to brother Farrakhan um, like you said, we got to support our own. Yeah. We need our own social media platform. So if we want to say something, can't nobody 
tell us what we can and can't say. And that's why it's very important for us as content creators mm -hmm. to be able to have our voice. I mean, our commander in chief says what he wants to say. So why can't we? It's actual. Actual factual. Um, some books that I want to recommend. Medical Apartheid. A lot of the stuff and in, in the, in the points that we covered in uh, one of the 24 reasons for reparations. I got a lot of points and facts from medical journals and articles um, from a book called a Medical Apartheid. And also you want to check out Dr. Claude Anderson's uh, Black History Reader and then Anthony Browder from the Browder Five. You know, these are the kind of books for people read where they could locate three to five reliable and reputable sources and um, the truth hurts. You know, a, a lot of times people find out these facts and, you know, they... You know, when you confine yourself to the truth, you, now you start thinking about who your friends are. You're woke. You know, you're woke. And, and you know, people say, well, you, you, are you woke, DP? Uh, I, I just took a long-ass nap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just think that, yeah. you know, once you start finding certain things out, even with people in your life, you know, where, where there's people that you're dealing with and you start to find out that they may... They might be a little a co-and-tail pro-operative either the plantation or the orangutan gang. Sometimes you have to disassociate yourself with them because they don't mean you no good, no no, no good tangibles. You know, they mean you uh, a lot of harm. Yeah. So, you know, for me, when I was right, when I was reading a lot of this literature, I was looking at this stuff and, you know, sometimes you may state a fact and might lose a friend like. A lot of people, like, they were asking me at work the other day. They were like, oh, well, you know, what do you, what do you think about the last 200 years and all that? Man, listen, they want to talk about racism. Sign that reputation, that HB 140 or whatever it's called. Sign that list. And then we can talk. And then we can talk. I don't want to hear about Trump being racist. I don't want to hear none of that. Give us our tangibles if you feel so bad. And if it gets too bad, we might have to... Run up in them offices. <laughs> you go run up in them offices like uh, I'm trying to think who it was. Allegedly, I can't remember who it was. Somebody, somebody ran to somebody's office allegedly. before made them, allegedly made them sign their contract off. Hey, you are gonna get me off of this slave plantation sharecropper contract? But yeah, this is the Bagland episode four. You know, special guest Bagland Stack Doe. We gonna go back at these uh black owned businesses, uh. Catwalk Fierce for Makeup, www.beingblackandit.com. Um, artificial intelligence is taking over, and they said it's going to take over 50% of the labor force. So you might want to get, get you a bag in the IT community. You know, uh, the book out by D.A. Pearson at www.beingblackandit.com. You could also sign up for classes. A Walk in Your True Path, a self-help book. Uh, by Nakia Pearson is also on Amazon. Get it. 360 Life Clothing. You know, the homie Big Earn, he got that going on. Get it. Get you some clothing. It's black owned. I don't want to hear Fasaki, Fasaki, Fasaki. You know, black owned. 360 Life Clothing. Tally and Twine Luxury Watches. Get it. We ain't got to go and get the fake rollies. We ain't got to worry about the rollies falling off our arms or the ones that, you know, to be ticking. Yeah. It, it, uh, what a young mouth say? It's. it's he said it's a fake rollie. It's a fake rollie. It's a fake rollie. He said it was Ace Hood. Oh no! <laughs> I ain't say that. Oh man, oh, I digress. Um, www.greenroyalvideos.com. Hey, if you want to support, I'm not asking for no bread, but Cash App, Bagland DP, Bagland.